Welcome to the No Clue Podcast, episode 157. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. And we're back with, what is it, week three and four now? Yeah, of week NFL? five coming up. Yeah, let's get right into it, man. Where do you want Teams to start? Teams you like. Teams you like. Um, I like, I think last, last time we talked about the Chargers. Yep. And they had a kind of a rough loss to Dallas. Yeah. Which which threw me off the off of them a little bit, but they've been playing much better these last two weeks. They have, they have. Uh, and in this Monday night game, I thought was like they finally showed that they're like a legit team that could contend. I think. Okay. Uh, it, it was Why surprising because um, so the Raiders were coming in hot, also undefeated, playing great. Uh, it yep. was like a good QB showdown. Yeah. Uh, and the game gets delayed. So, mm-hmm. like, they both teams seem really hyped coming in, and then they got to wait an hour. Right. They came in an hour later, and the Chargers looked dominating. They did. Uh, and it's it, yeah. it's weird. If you don't watch the Chargers, it's easy to think that uh, Herbert just carries them no, to success. Definitely. Yeah. But this team has talent everywhere. They do. Everywhere. And the problems I had with them in the Dallas game where the stupid penalties all over the place mm-hmm. didn't have that. Nope. They locked it in. They were playing great on both ends. And Herbert didn't need to be spectacular. Right. Uh, and, and what's the running back's name? Eckler? Eckler, yeah. Really yeah, like quick, Eckler. really elusive. Yeah. Uh, he's had Stop. problems staying healthy, but he looks great. Yeah, really, really, really good. Underrated at this point. Yeah, yeah, and they're just they're just a complete team. Because mm-hmm. they've been and, like they have never been trash, but they've been like not good for a long time. Yeah, Rivers had a yeah he know, dragged that big, out big part of that. Yeah, and the Raiders still looked pretty good. I mean, it wasn't like the Raiders yeah. just like you know stunk the field up. They played okay. They, they came out a bad. little flat, but in, in the second half they played much better. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but this Chargers was a good just... matchup, man. You know what I was thinking during this game was like, Chiefs better fix their issues. ASAP. Because, uh, yeah, this division is not going to be a light, you know, 10 wins and you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Yep, okay. Um. Who else? Um. I think the Jets got a win. You know what's more surprising no with, with that? Which, it's a good win for them. I'll give them it some is. credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wilson made some, like, spectacular plays. He looks good. He looks really good, actually. Yeah. But the Titans have been a mess this year. Terrible. I mean, this team, it's like, as time goes on, they become more dependent on Derrick Henry. Yeah, and the thing is, after last year, everybody sees it coming. Right. Now, and and what I saw, I saw a little bit. Anymore. I saw a little bit of the Jets game, and it, like going to play action isn't a, as much of a threat as it was last year. For um, the Titans. Yeah, like last right. year, Tannehill looked unstoppable out of play action. Yeah. 
And this year, even even when they play action, the teams still load up on Henry because they know that's the only sustainable threat. Yeah. And it's it's shocking that Tannehill doesn't look down the field. Uh, Brown can't stay healthy. I'm pretty sure Julio Jones got hurt. Mm-hmm. With, with He's those been two, in and out. With those two guys, you should look down the field every play. Yeah. And and Tannehill's doing that like garbage quarterback thing where he doesn't want to look bad, so he'll just dump it down to the running back or you know the tight end, the, the easy like five yard throws. Yeah, and this is a team where I would I would like the quarterback to take chances. Yes, thirty and forty nine is not it though. Like thirty for forty nine is not going to work. Yeah, I don't want him to throw that many times. But the the other issue for them is. They're getting in shootouts. Yeah, but Henry having 33 carries isn't <laughs> It's bizarre. I don't even know how they get in that many plays. <laughs> That's but what like, I'm saying. 33 carries? But he had, to be, he had to be spectacular. I don't know if it was a week or two ago against Seattle for them to somehow pull a win out of their ass. Right. Uh, but again, like, you can't... You're not built to come back if Henry has to go off... For you to like, you know, shorten a deficit, right? So I'm surprised they've gotten this much worse. Yeah, the thing is, you know, one thing about football is everybody gets older every year, you know, and yeah. they age quicker. And Tannehill being on the field as much as he was the last two years, I mean, he looks he looks beyond washed on a lot of plays now. He looks so predictable. He looks like that last year of Brett Favre's career. Oh. When... Oh. I wouldn't even give him <laughs> that much bad. credit, to be honest. Because like, <laughs> Tannehill, Tannehill looks like he never, like, when the coach tells him to do something, he never does something else. Like, That's whatever, true. what the shit the Bears you, are still doing and did with Trubisky... Yeah, that, he has no instinct. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing with Tannehill. I'm like, dude, you've been in the league so long. You've started so many games. Now, do you do you put that all on Tannehill, or do you put any of that to the coach? I would say... If it is what you say. I think it's 70 Tannehill, 30 coaching. Okay. Because uh, I do think they're, like, again, from the little bit I saw, I, I didn't see any versatility play-wise. Right. Like, I, I know Henry's the strongest guy on the field. We could get creative with how we run with him. Mm-hmm. We could get creative with how we get Tannehill to go down the field a little bit more, right? But at the same time, like you have AJ Brown and Julio Jones, you got to look. Yeah. This... So if he's not looking, I I mean I could, what is the coach supposed to do at that point? The Titans, they need to make a move for quarterback for a different quarterback this year, and they have options. I mean they have, you know, <laughs> Cam's Dude. out there. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's Watson. a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If they get Deshaun Watson, I, I'm picking them for the Super Bowl next year. Easy. Easy? Yeah. But oh, the, my the, God. The AFC is going to be, like, such a struggle. Yeah. But, but it, I completely this, agree. This situation, they got to fix it quick. Because they don't look like a team with a long Super Bowl window. Right. Exactly. So, but I, I think that Tannehill is the main reason of that. I think if they had a any other quarterback, a younger quarterback, 
I don't think you say that about anyone else on the roster. You know, not not seriously. You say, man, they got to win now. You yeah. say, okay, they probably got four years of solid contending. Yeah. You know, honestly, man, I I wouldn't be mad if they, you know, if they continue to lose, which I don't think they will. But mm-hmm. if if they kind of slip and and get a better draft pick, I wouldn't mind getting a guy to sit for a year to to kind of learn and, and get comfortable and then step in for Tannehill either midway through next year or after next season. Mm. Okay. But only if you can't make anything happen in free agency. Gotcha. I'm not mad at that either. Even if it's like a um even if it's like a uh you know kind of what they did with Flacco at first where like Flacco was playing he got he got hurt hurt and he kind of sat a game. He came back and he still was kind of in and out in and out. And then eventually, like, all right, yeah. it's just we're just gonna go with Lamar, like yeah. that kind of situation too. I wouldn't mind that because sometimes Sandhill looks like he's playing hurt, I, even if he isn't. He just like I said, maybe it's just because he's old, but <clears throat> he's definitely struggling out there sometimes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. Uh old and washed and and just lame uh big ben whew, it's getting worse yeah they suck man they're wow. terrible and, and and we talked with Tannehill like you could maybe look at other issues mm-hmm. with the steelers i can't look at anything else their defense is bad too but it's not like it's not bad enough for them to get beat how they do and not but be able to score. they're on the field all the time. Right. That's what I was going to say. They should so, still be able to score. It's, man, he looks, it, it's so obvious with him. Like Tannehill, again, it's sometimes he just like doesn't seem to make any kind of creative decisions. Mm-hmm. Big Ben looks like he can't even throw the ball. <laughs> and yeah. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the Steelers allowed it to get to this point. And have no next step. With yeah, the that's what I was. Situation. I was going to say the same thing. How do they not have like a solid backup option? Like, who's their backup right now? I couldn't tell you. Let's see. I'm, I'm going to check. But yeah, man, it's it's getting it's getting way out of hand. If it wasn't already, but and they're talking about their Super Bowl window is closing. It's it's shut. It's been shut. Oh, Dwayne Haskins. That's oh right. God. Oh Jesus. Okay, so they're so they wasted their time in the off season. I forgot. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Dwayne's okay. You know what? You know what? Whether Dwayne is okay or not, Ben has been so trash that if we're if this continues. Matter of fact, this doesn't need to continue. I've seen enough. They still got Rudolph, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> but I would throw Dwayne Haskins out there uh, right now. Whatever, whoever yeah. they're playing next week, or may- maybe wait till the bye week if it's within the next two weeks. Yeah. But you let Dwayne Haskins get comfortable. You let him play out the rest of the year. We get a better look if Haskins is really an NFL quarterback. Right. Plus, and you he, you do so you have some direction of what you're doing next. Right, and we've seen him. You know, he's had a good game here and there on the field as a starter. 
Yeah. So, we, I mean, Ben hasn't had one yet this season, so. No. It's like it's yeah. like every time Ben makes a deep completion, he can't throw, like, more than a five-yard pass for the next, like, six plays. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to watch. His arm needs to reload. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. He needs, like, a cortisone shot in it or something. Yeah. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> yeah, man. How old is he now? 39. Yeah, it's time. And he's, he's like, like Tom Brady's five years older than him, and I, he looks 10 years younger. He gets hit. He's gotten hit a lot more than Tom over his career, though. Yeah. And but, thrown. You know, but he's, the, he, Tom Brady's also taking much better care of his body than yeah, exactly. Ben has. And I told you this last time. Like, I don't care that at 39 you had your best offseason. That doesn't matter to me. Yeah, Ben looks like he has, you know, drank a six-pack before every game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, real quick, um, the Cardinals, man, they're legit. Like, oh, they're, my God. They're scary. They look they're unstoppable, really to be honest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I haven't seen anything close. Yeah, I, you know what's crazy is Kyler has been probably the most dynamic all-around quarterback in the league. I would agree with that. Uh, I think he can make the same bomb. Maybe not. He doesn't have the same power as like Allen or Mahomes, but mm-hmm. he could deliver the same kinds of bombs that those guys do. Yeah, I, he's he's kind of. Having one of those seasons that Deshaun Watson did, uh, I want to say, two years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, this is probably the third year since then, where it was like Lamar's first breakout year. So, you had Lamar, you had Mahomes, and then you had Deshaun, who was like the best of both of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, his runs are more controlled and his, you know, he doesn't do his crazy stuff of as Mahomes. And that's kind of where Kyler is right now, where it's like he has the full repertoire and there's no negatives. He doesn't have the negatives that the people who might be better at him at, at right. certain things do have. Right. Because even makes, his runs. Yeah. I mean, he's not as shifty as Lamar, but he's he might be just as quick. I think he is just as quick. Yeah. And the way he like takes steps, it's very easy for him to maneuver. Yep. So, like, he, he breaks guys off with just basic moves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, he's he's been so dynamic that I, I don't, this, this is hard to notice often from quarterbacks, but he's been so dynamic that I could actually forgive his dumb throws. Mm-hmm. Like, Mahomes, like, the Chiefs have kind of slipped, and now you see they've been paying when Mahomes makes bad decisions. Right. A lot more. Yep. The Cardinals are in such a position right now that they're so good on both ends and Murray could just create just such wild plays that mm-hmm. they could afford like a bad turnover every now and then. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if I could say that for most of the can like the teams in the league, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the team they just beat, the Rams, could do it. And uh, and I tell you what, whoever the Cardinals GM is, they did an amazing job with this yeah. offense. I mean, this offense is stacked. 
and they they got like people's people's throwaways and have assembled like a perfect offense. Yeah, you know, um, and a really it, good defense. Yeah, I mean the defense is great, and I, there was flashes of the defense being great for the past two or three years, but the offense wasn't all the way there. I felt like Kyler was them saying, "Okay, we're gonna." like really ramp up on our offense and they got um you know obviously Hopkins but since then I thought they made it seem like it may just be Kyler and Hopkins but then you throw James Conner out there Chase Edmonds AJ Green and you got this I mean I'm shocked by the way AJ I thought like Julio Jones would be a huge pickup for the Titans yeah I think AJ Green has been more impactful for the Cardinals so far me too. And he's a guy I I don't remember the last time he was healthy. Yeah, me either. And that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, they they just easy easy pickup. So, uh, dude, yeah. they're so fun to watch too. They are absolutely like like, like you mentioned with Mahomes and and Watson and, and uh, Lamar, where they when they took over, it like mm-hmm. it was must watch TV. And Kyler's right there with those guys. It is. I want to see him have a big game against another contender, which I'm sure he will before the season's over. But yeah. this game, this last game against the Rams was a great game. Yeah, huge, a big statement win. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, who else? Who else? I'm not going to lie, man. Dallas, Dallas looks, this was a legit win against Carolina. Dallas's defense, man, is the best I think I might have ever seen it, to be honest. My lifetime. And you know what it is? Uh, it's not that they like they strap from start to finish. It's that mm-hmm. they have playmakers. They do. That's that's all it takes. Their offense has been good enough for years. Yeah. But their defense just lets teams walk up and down the field on them. Yeah, honestly, I I think their offense has never dipped. Like they've always been top, probably seven as far as talent on offense. Yeah, probably for the last thirty years. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't have anything negative to say, man. This was like they look like they're getting better at every aspect of the game. They look hungry. Yes, finally. motivated. They're not coming out flat in big games. Yeah, man. Uh. Again, I, I still think Mike McCarthy is a disgustingly awful coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this team, this team honestly is good <laughs> enough to win in spite of him. They are. Like for they the are. first time, they look good enough to win with bad play calling, which is gonna happen, you know, as we get later on into the year. Yep, Dak. Um, he's finally stepped into that top five captains leaders in the, oh, yeah. in the NFL oh, like yeah. it's no it's certified now i, re- I respected this... he was such a good leader we respected it when they were trash yeah he was a great leader then but now and, and then last year without him just this quick to see the change it's it's stamped now like it's oh, certified yeah. oh yeah now like for sure because people were saying oh when he comes back the team's still gonna suck they're still not gonna be hungry zeke's still gonna be trash amari cooper's still not gonna show up and then everyone shows up now yep. and ezekiel's like slowly getting more consistent 
slowly having bigger games. I mean, this game he had against Carolina was huge. Yes. Like, I don't know if he wanted to prove something to Carolina, to the league, but great game for him. I mean... And and I like that they're really committing to their, like, rising players. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Parsons has been just, like, one of the best defensive players in the league. And they said, forget... Like, Jalen Smith doesn't deserve the money we're giving him because, you know, he's either hurt or just hasn't been as good. Yep. So, like, we got to move forward. They dropped him yesterday, right? Might have been earlier today or yesterday. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. but I was I was surprised, but once I kind of thought about it and just, like, th- again, thought back to this Carolina game, I, I completely understand. And it's a, a good management decision midseason. It's not signing some, like, wild card guy who hasn't played or some like popular guy just for the you know the fan base yeah it's a good move for the sake of the team yep yep cd lamb looks great yes another guy and they're they're giving him plays giving him opportunities and i've seen so much footage of him and dak having these conversations on the side of the field like it's just it's amazing, man. Dak is the man. Yeah, I mean, he's he's hard not to root for, man. He's it's funny because like there's so many guys that have played longer than him, mm-hmm. but to me, from all the games I've seen this year, he's probably the top three most experienced quarterback just based off of how he's playing. Mm-hmm. Like he's seeing he's seeing everything. He's spreading the ball. He's making the right like switches at the line. Yeah, uh, yep. I mean it's, Pey- it's Peyton Manning esque to be honest. It is, yeah, yeah, and I like I like that the team kind of uh, I won't say limitations, but they highlight his strengths. Hundred percent. Yeah, I won't say they play. Um, they hide his limitations because that's he doesn't have like a lot of limitations, but they really play to his strengths. So it's like, yeah. and they've, it makes him look better. They've done that, I think, his whole career. If if there is any credit to give their coaching, it it would be like the way they've developed Dak. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any more big positives? Uh, or are you big ready positives, for Big positives. I really was impressed with uh, Green Bay's win against uh, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the kind of win I'm looking for when I call them soft and you know like kind of just fit all finesse. And yeah. They don't really rise up to the really big games. Yeah. Uh, this was this was a great performance, man. Yep, it was absolutely. Rodgers was vintage. I mean, he honestly, man, their week one performance looked like a preseason game. Looking back on it. Yeah, it did. So they're they're getting better, man. I, I I'm happy that Green Bay is back in the NFC discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about um? Got to get to the big game, man. Tom versus oh the, New reun- the yeah that was. I mean, it was a tough game. Yeah. Hard fought. I mean, the Patriots. There there are a few. Like few calls, a few decisions, a few plays away from being what three and one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, fifty-six yards is tough, but we saw yeah. it with uh, Dallas. We saw it with Baltimore. Like you know, it could go your way. It just didn't 
that night. Yep. Uh, yep. But I, I, I like Mac Jones, man. I think he outplayed Brady in this game for the most part. Yeah, he did. Uh, Definitely did. He he easily looks like the most poised uh, rookie quarterback. He definitely impressed me this game because I wasn't sure the first couple of games, but this game he definitely I was like okay yeah he he definitely has it. He he's very yeah. similar to Dak where he plays safe to a fault sometimes, mm-hmm. but like he's not just full time safe. Right. Like I'm okay with you making that mistake from time to time, but I don't need that to be you all the time. Right. Do you put any sock into the Bengals being competitive? Mm, no, ask, ask, ask me again next episode. Okay. Okay. Need but another they, week or two to see. Burrow, Burrow's legit. I can tell you that. Yeah, he's legit. And I've really liked. Burrow is uh, nice. I've really liked just seeing their highlights. Uh, Jamar Chase, who who was dropping a lot of passes in the preseason, right? Uh, looks like a top tier deep threat. And they he went to. LSU with Burrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. I liked him at LSU for sure. Uh, I just haven't had a chance to watch them. It might not be next episode, to be honest. I really need to, like, catch one of their games. Yeah, I only saw half of one, but they looked great in the half that I saw. Um, Let's see who else. Saints. (laughs) They're sliding. Got worked by the Giants. Danny Dimes, four hundred and two yards. I think I think Danny's best game of his career. Absolutely, not even close. I mean, absolutely his best game of his career. And I don't know what it is. Like, there's something about his running ability that teams just don't respect. Yeah, it is. I I don't get it though. Like, if anything, his whole body of work, like all the games he's played. That's been the yeah. most impressive thing about him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that they think as long as someone hits him, they're just going to stop him because he's, you know, more or less soft. But he, it's I mean, weird, though. It's weird because he's soft in the pocket. Right. But he's tough. Like, when he but takes gotta, off, he's tough. Yeah, you got to really take it from him when he takes off, for sure. Yeah, it's but it's bizarre because I I don't want that. I don't need you to be tough in the Lamar runs. I need right. you to be tough when we got to deliver the you know the first down throw. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> shit. Derek Carr was getting hate uh, in that one play this past Monday when he kind of ducked. Yeah, when the pressure was coming, I, I'm like, yo, you know, I can forgive that week four. But mm-hmm. I can't forgive that if this was for the playoffs or a playoff game. Right. And and, Don, and Danny kind of has the same vibe in the pocket, which I just I really don't like that. Danny would be a great backup. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably be elite backup. We talked oh, yeah. about that last time. Uh, Saquon Barkley just disappears more and more as his career goes. But I'm not going to get into that. Uh, it's a good see. win for the Giants, though. Similar to the Jets, it's a win to raise team morale at least. It's a good not, win. Being not quite same, mine, but I understand. I mean, you beating a, a playoff caliber team, you know, maybe not at the end of the year, but right now there's still a, a viable, like, a tough game on the schedule. 
Yeah. So I I thought both of the New York teams had a good week four, man. Yep. I, yep. I, I don't did. want – I'm tired of seeing like the 0-13 before we even get competitive for a game. Yeah, me too. Which, me too. which by the way, another segue – New York teams had a good week. You know who did not have a good week? Who? Urban Meyer. <laughs> Man, what <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> Urban Meyer is on one, man. Did you see his explanation for what happened? No. It was it was probably dumber than the, it honestly made me hate hate the situation even more. Why? What was his explanation? Dude, he tried to say, like, uh, he was out with his family after the game. And, like, people called him over to dance mm-hmm. and, and take pictures. And this and that is apparently how these videos came to be. Is that not worse than what we all thought happened? <laughs> Yeah, it is. Like, it's, it, don't get me wrong, it's bad that, you know, after a loss, he wanted to fucking do whatever he is he's doing on the video. <laughs> it's bad yeah. either way, don't get me wrong. But I, yeah. I understand, like, you know, a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. And the season, and they've been an utter mess. Mm-hmm. But, dude, you, you ditched your family? The family, you, you didn't travel back with the team so you could spend time with family. In, middle, in the middle of doing that, you ditched them to do this shit? To get a lap dance? I was like, dude, that is even worse. Bro, it's funny. This is how, this is Disney's influence on ESPN. Viral video surfaced showing a young woman dancing close to his lap. Like, just say what it is. Dancing close to his lap or a lap dance. Same thing. Yeah, dude. Them trying to, like, sugarcoat it is completely unnecessary. Yeah. And what's shocking to me is the Jaguars have been, like, completely unified. And, like, yeah, this was fucked up, but, like, we're with him 100%. No, that's not what you say after this. No, it's not. And he no, says all the right things because he's all, he's done shit like this before. Not specifically this, but he does crazy stuff. Definitely. He's had like awkward situations before, especially in the middle of losing. Yep. Uh, but at this point, man, I, I kind of hope he gets fired if they continue to lose. I I hope he stays. The team. This is one of the worst rosters I've ever seen. And they. Hope- that's that's completely accurate. Yeah. Pro- and probably, again, in my lifetime, the Jaguars probably have six out of the top eight worst rosters I've ever seen, like, you know, year to year. Yeah. i probably say Jaguars are cream of the crop of having the worst rosters. And and we'll really see over the next two years, I think we'll really see if they're trying to get out of that. Because I if, like, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence to sit there with the same roster that you're sitting with. They should they should move the Jacksonville Jaguars somewhere else. I'm not mad at that. Jacksonville is not getting it done. Obviously, I don't think anyone wants to live in Jacksonville. You know, because they can't keep anybody. No, they can't. Who's the, like the longest tenured player ever? Maurice Jones Drew. 
in in my lifetime, that's the only one I remember that was good and stayed there. Right. No, I can't remember a quarterback. I mean, Blake Bortles had no other options. Most of the quarterbacks who do stay there have no other options. Right. As soon as Jalen Ramsey had opportunity to leave. He's out of there. And he shitted on them on the way out, too. And they were good that year. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, man. They're a complete mess. This is why I give, like, New York teams credit is because Mm -hmm. Jacksonville is the... It could be worse picture. Right. That's true. And New York teams... 80% of the time... They, you can see them trying to get better. Like yeah. the Giants don't, they're not bad for long. They the, do something to shake. The Giants it up. Are, have been competitive every game. Yeah, I, no, I, I'm I saying like in that. general, oh, as yeah. a franchise, they don't let the team bad be bad for more than two years yes. max. At least the roster gets better, right? And Jacksonville has not done that. Yeah, tanking for Trevor. You know, they needed a lot more than that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you don't just tank to get, like, a good quarterback doesn't fix all your problems. Right. And and Lawrence looks awful, like, with the turnovers. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is he a good quarterback? <laughs> I don't or know. Or is he just a good football player that plays quarterback? I, I think, like, he's getting a lot of pass for the turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Like, there's been a lot of great quarterbacks who started out turning it over a lot. Mm-hmm. But, it, like, the team has made plays, especially in first halves of games, to stay in it. Yeah. Like, if Zach Wilson could relax on the picks, mm-hmm. you got to be able to do the same thing, bro. Yeah. And quickly. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Anything else special around the league? Uh, man, Denver got killed by the Ravens. I it started out as a good game. We both talked about it too. Like, man, this looks like a good game. And then yeah, but Von Miller like cramped up mm-hmm. or, or something. He was in like he was out of the game for a while. Uh, and then Bridgewater, I think, got a concussion. Yeah, Drew Locke finished again. And man, Drew Locke looked bad. Looked I, like he hadn't had his reps in a long time. Yeah, and I, like late third quarter, I was like, I mean, this game was like two possessions. You know, two. You get a touchdown, you're right back in the game. And yeah. I, I was so sure that the Broncos were gonna lose. I was like, man, I, I don't need to see any more of this. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. Like, I'm pretty sure the score stayed the same from the time I stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. Like twenty to seven or something. I'm like, damn, the Ravens look like they're up thirty. Yeah. Yep. Hollywood Brown was running circles around. Oh yeah. Denver. <laughs> and, and Jackson, like, if your linebackers don't have speed, yeah, you can. Oh my god, out. Jackson's gonna just demoralize them. He's gonna get every first down he wants. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think they unleash Le'Veon Bell at all this season or? Is Le'Veon washed? He's washed. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Is, I, I haven't seen the speed from him. Because he played in this... He was out there for a lot of plays in this Denver game, but... Yeah, he had four carries. Yeah, I just don't see any speed, like any serious speed. Nah, me either. Maybe that's my bad, though. You know, watching the Chiefs kind of throws you off. 
and and Deshaun Jackson for the fucking Rams. Right. You see that one yeah. pick Stafford threw because they ran like a like a long kind of like a play action kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I was and he he underthrew it and it was a pick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I was yeah, like, dude, yeah. if you're gonna run like a three second setup, you better like you better put everything you have in your shoulder into that throw, right? And yep. So I wasn't surprised that he underthrew that. Yep, yep, yeah. Okay, uh, you got anything else for football? Uh, no, nah, man. I mean, I'm I'm hyped for uh, Chiefs Bills. Yeah, Bills have be been just one. destroying teams the last couple weeks. What else is coming up for this week? Chiefs, Bills, Rams, Seahawks might be pretty good. Packers, Bengals. I need to see the Seahawks. They're one of the teams I want to see and just haven't gotten a chance to. I saw the last game. It just, I I said this earlier in the season. They need to shake something up, like something. They need to do something crazy with the roster. Just one thing. It doesn't have to be like a lot of players, but like it, it's just one of those teams. They just look stale. Every other team in the entire NFL is making these moves, getting these huge free agents, getting huge rookies. And the Seahawks are kind of like slow on the take, you know? They're kind of yeah. doing that like Spurs thing when. Yeah. Remember I that year? Everybody upgraded. Yeah. And they're just. It looks stale. Uh, see, but they're I, I do like that they're active during like the trade deadline. Yeah, they uh, are. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do something to shake it up. Yeah, um, they probably slight, will. At least slightly. They probably will. But then you know you never know because Russell Wilson could just start get scorching hot and they they'll win like six straight. Yeah, so, that's true. And know. hopefully they do whatever it takes to keep him happy as well. Right. Because, you know, we heard the talks. They're, they're setting up for an important offseason. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got Browns Chargers. Should be a good one. 49ers Cardinals. Mm. Um, that's really it. As far I'm as waiting for the 49ers to commit to Lance, which I think they will this week cause, just because Garoppolo's hurt. Oh, is Garoppolo hurt? I didn't. I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, he, he got hurt, hurt against the uh, this last game. What did they oh, play? Okay. The Seahawks, I think. Yeah, yeah, they played yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lance came in, threw a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I hope they commit to him because Garoppolo is just—he's another you know, Tannehill. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's boring. He's, he's a little bit better than Tannehill, but like very marginally. Really, just because he's young. I don't know if skill-wise he's any better. I think it's just like he has young legs. Yeah. He's not dependent on play action like Tannehill is. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But he got young eyes, young vision. Packers Bengals might be pretty good. I may <clears throat> check that out. All right, um, let's let's move on to the association. Yeah, been a minute Pre-season. since we talked NBA, man. Yeah, man. I... Hasn't been much to say. Um, no, but there is a situation that's playing out, um, in my opinion, exactly like I thought it would. 98% of the league being vaccinated. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's that's a whole other 
issue. I was talking about Phillies. Phillies uh, uh, <laughs> locker room turmoil, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised by any of how, like how it's played out? Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't move Cooker to trade him. I'm surprised that they're this picky to trade him. Because the team is not like... they Ben has been hurt and they've played well without him. It's not like it's they're losing... Like I think Ben is a good player, but it's not like they're losing a f- true franchise player. Right. So it surprises me that they're like this picky about what they get back for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I think like as the off season progressed to your point, the price could have decreased. Yeah. Like this wasn't a situation where like we got to stand firm and and like wait for the the what we want to happen. Right. This was uh for the sake of the team, we gave up on him, so it's it's we got to get rid of him. And the thing is there's so many teams that needed to do something in the offseason. I just can't believe that they couldn't find anything. You you could say Portland. Well, yeah, I Portland for the sure. First team that comes to mind. But on the in Portland's defense, I don't think Portland wanted Ben. So I oh, I won't say Ben is not like the solution to to Portland's issues, but right, yeah, I would have no, liked it. I, I'm saying, I, yeah, I would have liked it too. But there's teams like um, like San Antonio or Orlando that could give easily give Philly four players for Ben, you know. But it may not be the four players they want, but they'd get a lot of pieces, which was their depth. If Depth issue was what we talked about for the last three seasons. Yeah, I, I had a like a brief idea uh, a while back. It was probably like August or something, but because Buddy Heald was in a lot of talks to be moved. Yeah, and I thought yeah. in, to include Buddy Heald could make the the package even if the the other player or two aren't as good, uh, mm-hmm. like aren't really like who you're looking for. It still makes yeah. the package appealing. Right. Especially because mm-hmm. Buddy Heald is like exactly who they could use. Right. They need uh, shooting for sure. So I, I thought that would be kind of a surprise twist considering how at that time everybody was sure that Buddy was going to the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was expecting something. Yeah. And then you had guys who fell fell out of their team. Um, you know, the team that they were with, like Spencer Dinwiddie. They yeah. didn't offer him the bag. Um. Obviously, uh, Schroeder didn't offer him anything. You know, we had other point guards where you you say, "Man, we really want a point guard for Ben." But if we sign one, then we don't have to worry about getting one in the trade for Ben. You know, yeah. that's something I thought was an option. They didn't look at that either. So that that's probably been my biggest surprise as far as Ben sitting out and the him not wanting to talk to the team and all that stuff. I'm not surprised by that. At I. All. C- now he's to be clear again. He's wrong, the way this situation. And and he's the problem. What made me upset is, I knew he would be set up to look wrong in however the situation played out. I agree. Because now the narrative, and it's a correct narrative, like yo, who the fuck do you think you are to sit out? Right. Like you're not Harden does it. Okay, he's the best shooting guard in the league. Right. Durant, the top two, three small forward, Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis, 
Even like even if Embiid did it, I would understand. Right, and let's be clear. I've been on here for years saying I there's nothing I hate more than the quitting on your team sitting out thing. Yeah. I mean, you remember Anthony Davis thing when he did it. I don't think I've ever been more furious of a player since we were doing the podcast. Yeah. But the thing is, those guys quit on their team. The team quit on Ben last year. So I'm not as mad on on this one at Ben. That's but the you're right. right there. He does look wrong, but when the team the team quits on you, what can you do at that point? You come out and you play, and then what are we playing for? That's and that's what's I think being kind of swept under the rug. Right. It's now it looks like Ben said, "Fuck this, I don't want to play here." And Ben said absolutely nothing. That's, that's the worst part. That's not how Hard- it's played out. Harden called his team a bunch of losers. You know, Davis called his team a bunch of losers. You know, the guys you named, all these guys have said bad things about their team. And they got the proper hate for it at the time. But them sitting out wasn't a big deal. Ben has said absolutely nothing except the team called him trash. And now they're mad that he's sitting out. I don't remember them ever talking about how much money they docked from Harden or Anthony Davis. Nope. Anthony Davis almost, he sat out like 40 games. Yeah, like a whole month and a half, two months. Yeah. He was just he, sitting there. Yeah. It, it's just, it's frustrating to me because we talked about this after, you know, the, the the series ended and, you know, they had their whole issue. Yeah. And I said I would never respect Ben again if he put on a Sixers uniform. Mm-hmm. And clearly... You know, I'm sure he doesn't think exactly like I think about that situation. Right. But clearly the level of frustration and anger that he had was similar mm-hmm. to mine. Yeah. Where, like, it's, like you said, it's unacceptable for the team to give up on you. Right. And then now they're like, well, I think we can still win. And Embiid, by the way, Embiid, like, literally, he he outdo, he outdoes his immature statement, like, every day. He's the second worst leader in the league. That's a good. He's definitely top three worst. Kyrie is the first, but Embiid's second. That's so. fair. But it's just it's disgusting to me that now, like he has the nerve to say that this situation is borderline disrespectful to the team. That to me, honestly, I'd show up. I'd show up in the facility if I was Ben just to swing on him for that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you go see like your password passcode still worked. Right, right. It's like he's like sneak dissing constantly, but he wants to claim like, oh, why? Well, I, I think we can still work it out and make it happen. Like now, yeah. they want to like brag about how good they were in the regular season. First of all, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Talk to Milwaukee about being good in the regular season. Nobody cared about Milwaukee until they did what they did last year. Right. So, to me, I, I do agree that they're good enough with Ben. Mm-hmm. But they made the disgusting decision to throw all the blame to one guy. Yeah. And, and Embiid, by the way, doesn't surprise me at all. Similar to the whole situation. We know Embiid is immature. Right. But Doc is the real villain here to me. 
Yeah. Because Doc was the one who championed, like, more of what Embiid said. Mm-hmm. And he, they still barely express any regret, if any. I I think I still think Embiid probably is the real villain, but Doc uh, is probably the more surprising villain because you, the coach is supposed to be neutral all the time. That's a good way to, to put it. Yeah, his team, but Doc just shows. Uh, how do you side with a pl- one player on your team? That's insane. I just I, when you're coaching the team, growing up playing basketball. It, and, you know, a lot of guys, I feel like, think like this. As a leader, especially, and I haven't been a leader too often, mm-hmm. but it's, first thing I'm looking at is what I did wrong. When we lose, yeah. like, what I what should I have done, what I didn't do, how I could be better. Yeah. Step two is what we, as a team, didn't do. Maybe we didn't defend, didn't rebound, we didn't shoot well. Yeah. Then, after I address those two, then we could talk about maybe a teammate of mine not playing well. Right. But to, to offer it, point at the one guy as if it's well, that one play made it all his fault. Yep. Which, again, it's it's blatantly inaccurate. That's what pisses me off more than anything. That play did not decide the game. No, it didn't. Like, dude, you cannot be like, yo, the momentum changed because my point guard didn't take a shot. Hey, star player, what about your eight turnovers? Yeah. That's that's what I like about LeBron is LeBron will call out like a guy for not shooting or maybe not playing well. But when LeBron like plays like shit, he'll tell you that he played like shit. Yeah. He's not pointing at guys not shooting or, or guys not doing something. When he has right. a lot of turnovers, he's the first to say, yo, I can't do that. That's unacceptable. Yeah. To have eight turnovers in game seven and to think that the game was somebody else's fault just proves, like you said, he's top three worst leader in the league. See, and I always, you know, I always go back to this, but, um, you know, Kobe having that bad shooting night in the playoffs, if they had lost in the finals, I should say, if they had lost, Kobe would have said, I shot like trash. And, you know, I got to shoot better. I should have had 50. That's it. Yep. End of the story. But Kobe, just another point to prove it. Kobe in 2008 lost, and I would say a good chunk of that was Pau Gasol's fault. Yeah. Because Pau Gasol was getting abused by his matchup, a Hall Mm -hmm. of Famer, you know, so it's not, you know, it's not that surprising. But still, what did Kobe Mm -hmm. do in the offseason? Get stronger, get better. Yeah. That's, he it's never not, once said anything about Powell getting Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Like, I just don't understand how you could look at that and now it's like not regret what you said. Right. Because Ben Simmons, I'm sure, can't go on Twitter without getting, like, torched. Right. I'm sure he probably deleted or maybe he didn't delete, but he barely, I'm sure he barely goes on social media. Yeah. Because everything I see on there about him is him getting killed for not being good enough to do this or learning, you know, do the bullshit workout videos of him making shots. Uh, we just had the little three-on-three shit they posted. <laughs> He's, He's get- killing him in the offseason, though, man. I, I just I mean, He looks like Jordan in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, he does. But... <laughs> and again, I said this after the... He's not without blame, and he knows that. No. He, yeah. said, he said, yo, I have to be better. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He acknowledged it in the post-game interview. He didn't. He could have said the same petty shit like, yo, I thought the game changed, when, and I would have done this, especially hearing what Embiid said. I'd have mm-hmm. been like, yo, the game changed when Gallinari did a playground reach-around and got a dunk off of it. <laughs> That's when the fucking game changed. Yeah. And Ben it, Simmons has been the more professional one in this situation. And this is the thing, too, that LeBron does that, like, uh, in contrary to, like, what Aaron Rodgers does versus yeah. LeBron, yeah. when LeBron says we, he's he really means we as a team did something. Like, like if Ben Simmons could have said, yeah, we need to not turn the ball over when Ben only had, like, one turnover and Embiid had eight, and so we know who he's talking about. Like, LeBron would say... Yeah, I had four turnovers. Kuzma had four turnovers. Rondo had three turnovers. We had too many turnovers. Like, that's a we. He really means we. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And Ben easily could have did that, and everyone would have known he was talking about Embiid. So. It just it bothers me that Simmons has taken the high road throughout this entire situation, mm-hmm. and he's getting destroyed. Regardless, and he will continue to get destroyed. Regardless, yeah, he will. So, yeah. I, like I said, I, I I don't know how he recovers from this. He has to go play great wherever he goes. Yeah, he's got to shoot the ball. I um, I'll tell you what. I really hope he does not go to Cleveland. I've seen that floating around the him for Sexton and um. Okoro, I think, and like one other player they had, or something like that. I don't want to see him in. I w- I would like for him to go to a team that's, uh, good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want a team to decimate really all their good players or their future, and trade it out for Ben. I don't want to see that happen. I wouldn't mind Toronto doing it. Now Toronto. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Toronto doing it because they're kind of stagnant. Even if they ha- have like young yeah. players. They don't have a lot of future, and they're they're close to like not being very good, mm-hmm. uh, and they probably will be bad this year. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's a good, like you said, it's a good move to keep the 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 roster from getting stagnant. Yeah, yeah. And I I think they could they should just flip Dragic right away, like don't even let Dragic get comfortable. He yeah. even said he wasn't going to get comfortable, so don't you know do yeah. what he said. One hundred percent. So. Uh, let's see what else we got in the league. Anything? Anything else special? I mean, Kyrie not being able to play any of his home games. <laughs> I I I saw one of the headlines that I felt was very interesting. Um, they said that the Brooklyn unsure if they're willing to accommodate Kyrie Irving. They didn't say they were they were unsure about him playing the games. They were unsure about willing to accommodate him. Like that that was the actual interesting choice of words. Yeah, I was like, huh, what could that mean? If they don't accommodate him, does is he on the team or is he not getting paid? I mean, what if they did accommodate him? Does that mean they would still pay him for the games he misses, or they just keep him on the team at all? So I thought that was pretty strange, and it was in quotes too. So I guess someone from the staff yeah. used those words. 
Um, it's I didn't tough. look at the source, but it's tough because we're still a, a good amount of time away from the season, about two and a half, three weeks. Yeah. Um. So obviously, we'll talk more about it as it progresses, and we kind of have a better idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you right now, there is looking at their schedule and just looking at a schedule, NBA schedule in general. There's no way Brooklyn commits to playing with him and just letting him miss, you know, home games and practices. Mm-hmm. I mean, they first the first like three weeks of the season, they have an 11 day stretch where he wouldn't be allowed to be with the team. He don't want to be with, with the team anyway. But my point is, forget Kyrie, because we know Kyrie's yeah, no, know. Wild, I'm just, whatever I'm just his issues is. My thing is, there's yeah. no way they're a serious. They're serious about winning a championship, and mm-hmm. they'll entertain this like in and out. He's with us. He's not with us all year. Yeah. And if they do, and then he does get vaccinated, then I'll lose respect for anybody in a Brooklyn uniform. Maybe not anybody. That's a bit bit excessive. But a lot of the higher tier personalities there. You're saying if they do play, if they do keep him and he does get vaccinated, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because mm. they would look dumb as fuck if he just doesn't, if he just does this all year and then like right before the playoffs, he's like, well, you know, I, I want to be there for the playoff run. I'll get vaccinated. See... This brings up a couple things, a couple issues. What if another city gets a mandate during the year? Like, let's more, what more if, free time for Kyrie. Yeah, like what if the, what if Boston gets a mandate and they play Boston in the playoffs? Kyrie plays no games in the playoffs. If they play Golden State in the finals, Kyrie plays no games in the finals. But like, if he's not playing home games, I'm I don't even need to go that far. No, I yeah, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying the thing is it's it can be so much worse than him not playing the home games. I'm I'm saying this is what a lot of people are missing. Uh people who like think, "Oh, it's no big deal. He's just going to miss home games." No, 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 no. See, that's the yeah, problem right there. It is. Yeah, it is. To it, me, I don't even want to go to it could be worse. It's already awful. Right, exactly. Like, you're completely exactly. right that it could be worse to the point where he can't play at all. <laughs> yeah, that's my point, yeah. I mean, he'll be able to play, like, he'll always be able to play Miami, uh, any of the Texas teams. Right. Because uh, they're not, you know, the chances of them getting a mandate are slim to slim. none. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the he's missing home games. They better the not play the where, Knicks in the playoffs. Right, to the point where, like... Your your guard situation is gonna be a mess all year, Patty. <laughs> but Patty playing ten to know, fifteen minutes yeah. one night and then thirty another night, it's it's <laughs> very like discombobulated. I think they've given uh, Javon Carter Goodman. <laughs> nice, you're trolling now. <laughs> You're trolling out. He's been eating in the preseason so far. <laughs> him and Cam Thomas again. Like I think they could win games in spite of this. Yeah, but I, I don't think they could be a real contender in allowing this just to sit and play out. I, I however think 
well. If if he does choose not to play and they trade him, I mean, how quick do you think they trade him? If he never gets vaccinated. That's, speaking of what's worse, who's going to trade for him? Uh, no good team, no t- playoff team is going to be like, yo, let's bring a guy who can't play home games. But is he only can't play home games in New York? In New York. All right, let's let's say for the sake of argument, he goes to a team that can't play home. He can play. Uh huh. And then, like you said, we're getting oh shit, the Knicks are in the playoffs. <laughs> what are they gonna? They're gonna like they're gonna play. It's gonna be a playoff month for them not to be seated against the New York team that they're still gonna see in the second round, most likely. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand. Kyrie's going to, none of this matters. And there's going to be a point probably later in the year when playoffs are approaching Mm -hmm. where Kyrie's going to have to make a difficult decision. Either I'm getting vaccinated or I'm not, I'm not playing. (laughs) No self-respecting team is going to be like, yeah, you could fucking play. But if we play the Knicks, uh, or who are the if the Warriors in the West? Yeah, you you're just not gonna play like in their building. <laughs> There's no shot, dude. There's no way. Yeah. Maybe Kyrie's willing to do some dumb shit like that, mm-hmm. but no organization is that like is that desperate for talent. Did Beal get the shot? I don't think he did. And if, if he's not going to, then the amount of times I talk about the Wizards this year will decrease significantly. I could tell you that. Because you guys have no shot in the playoffs. Dude, the, the shit he said about it. And I don't want to like get deep dive the whole to get vaccinated or not. Right. But these guys, I'll just say these guys' perspectives are strange. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Yeah. It's just... Uh, yeah. You remember that, like, in school when you were younger, as a kid, uh, there was, like, kids who didn't want to, like, they wanted to do what different from everybody else? Like what? Just, like, uh, everybody's going, like, everybody's going to this area of the playground, so, like, you don't want to be everyone, so you go to your own spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Something petty like that. That's, that's what this yeah. this vaccine, anti-vaccine shit is starting to look like to me. Yeah. Because the reasoning yeah. a lot of times is dumber and dumber, and they're, like, sitting there like, yo, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm educating myself. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, you searching the internet is no different than anybody else. You just stumbled into the wrong part of the internet. And this is... Not saying Kyrie stumbled into the wrong part of the internet, but he has admittedly stumbled into the wrong part of the internet before. Multiple times. Right. I think this is... If it were this time, this would be the third time. I mean, he publicly acknowledged that the flat earth thing was... Uh, stumbling to the internet uh, the wrong way. So, and like, it's, it's just weird. And I think the burning sage. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about him just walking around. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, especially in Boston, he loves to do it in Boston for some reason. 
Yeah, he said it's um, evil in there, I guess. It's like, like, Brooklyn makes these these statements of, like, we've, you know, we're supporting him, we've educated him, like, what have you educated him on that he doesn't know and is choosing to ignore? He's a grown man. <laughs> what are you educating a 28-year-old man It's like the most respectful, on? like, like, we don't agree with what he's saying, but, like, we're we're on the same page, in quotes, as he is. Yeah. I hate I hate that this is like it's gonna overshadow the basketball aspect of the Nets all year or however long it goes on. Yeah. So. Because I haven't heard any other news about the Nets, honestly. Is Harden healthy? I have no clue. Yeah, I saw Marcus Aldridge and Millsap out there. Tag team in the preseason game, working the Lakers. But yeah, AD, watching AD play for five minutes, it's it's gonna be a tough. I'm curious how he handles Russell Westbrook. Have you heard about his like weight gain? Yeah. What do you think about that? It's not a good sign, to be honest. He looks slow to me in the preseason game. I know they're just they just kind of. Treat it like a scrimmage, but but see, this is what I had an issue with all last year. Is AD AD looked like he was in a scrimmage every night? Yeah. Oh, Dennis Schroeder threw me a shitty pass. I'm not getting back. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. And I can't believe LeBron let this shit slide all year. To be honest, and I know he was hurt, so I guess that probably helped let him slide in a lot of ways. Yeah. But like it. It disturbs me that I, every time I watched him, I noticed him not wanting to hustle back on defense. Yeah. And that, to Good me, point. is not something you... When you do that for 82 games, you don't shake yeah. that the next year like, yeah, I'm good. Right. It's not like a Kevin Love situation. Yeah, I, I think um, adjusting to Westbrook... Who adjusts to who as far as leadership goes with Westbrook and LeBron would be interesting. Because is Westbrook, like let's say Anthony Davis does that, who's going to yell at him, Westbrook or LeBron? Ideally, LeBron. Most likely, LeBron. So what does Westbrook do? He just gets yelled at as well? or Westbrook... Like when he does a turnover... To Anthony Davis, like he throws a lob and AD doesn't go get it, and he yells at AD. Is LeBron going to yell at him? And then, you know, no, what happens? I, I, no, I kind of hope they embrace that side of Russ. To be honest, okay. And from the stuff they've said uh, in media day, like I think Westbrook said, like, "Yo, it's my job to push." You know, talking about AD, my job to push him every night and, and get him going. So. Russ Russ has always been a fiery guy. Yeah. But I've never seen I've never seen it to the point where like teammates don't respond to him. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I do like about him is I, I feel like uh even though his play style can be just re- crazy selfish sometimes. Yeah. He's never like he, he always seems like a team guy. It's just as far as how he gets along with players. The only thing I'll say about that is he has always been the elder on the team. 
And when I say elder, I mean like he's always the guy on most of the teams you're talking about. You know, talking about um, OKC after Durant left, it was Steven Adams, Jeremy Grant, Oladipo, Alex Abrines. He was the top dog on that team. Like it was nobody's at the time, you know? Yeah. He goes to um, Houston, and we saw where the one, you know, for a season he wasn't the top dog, and he was terrible. I mean, he went terrible for the whole season, but he was a shell of himself. I don't know, man. Then he goes to Washington, and he's kind of the top dog, and, you know, he has moments, and he motivates guys here and there, but still wasn't all the way there. So The problem is he does it. Every year he has a month to a month and a half where all the issues you have with him, it seems like he like he knows it. Yeah. You remember, I think it was January, February in Houston, he was averaging like 30. Yeah. And it was he all good, it was all season. attack. It wasn't, you know, a, just threes and fast breaks. It was just yeah. everybody else is shooting, so I'll get in the paint. Yeah. And he with Paul George, he had that month where he looked like a top tier point guard. Yep. Uh he he had it last year with DC later in the year he started playing under control. His shooting percentage mm-hmm. never got better, but his decision making got much better. Right? The the problem here is can the Lakers find a way to sustain it? Right. And if if the Lakers are the only team I feel like could cuz those other teams had significant flaws that kind of prevented them yeah, and also when he does that, can the Lakers still can everyone else on the Lakers still be involved? You know? Right. Because Paul George had to become, you know, prime Robin in that season and it ended up being his MVP, you know, uh caliber year. Best season of his career. Right. Um for him to get to that point, but he took a back seat and then Harden I think Harden missed a lot of games uh, of those months yes. that Westbrook was going crazy 100%. right yep yeah so it can LeBron and Anthony Davis still be involved while he's doing that can um how does he get the shooters involved he I think he has a bunch of shooters on this team now yeah um I think him and Kendrick Nunn is going to be a complete and utter disaster on the court at the same time but hopefully we don't see too much of that. <laughs> but it it may work for a month. You know, I've seen Kendrick Nunn go crazy for yeah. a month. And and we can't like we're kind of thinking about it, but with what Russ, you never know. Right. It's it this is gonna they're definitely the most unpredictable team in the league. But this is a And cr- most of it is because of Westbrook. I think it's a career defining moment for Westbrook. Uh these yeah. these next two Laker years and I'm not saying mm-hmm. they have to win a championship for for me to see him as a winner. Yeah. But, like, one example I would give is I need him to be locked in on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's, he plays defense, but he's he's sometimes so absent-minded on the court, like, it's, it's almost worse that he's playing defense. Because mm-hmm. he's not thinking, so he doesn't really, like, think of the help side or, or like, how to stay in front of guys. He's just trying to, you know, do everything he can to make a play. Yeah. A lot of yeah. the Lakers, especially defensive success the last couple years, 
is yep. their guards spend 35 to 40 minutes just making other guys work. Yep. Can and he, they, f- they funnel very well. Exactly. Can Great he commit blockers. to that? Can he be like, yo, I don't need to control the offense because LeBron and LeBron has had a good stretch or AD. I'm going to just send send guys to help make plays and play under control. Yeah. Again, I've seen it, never seen it sustain. Right. And I've also never seen it in the playoffs. Right. So, but we'll see, man. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Let me ask you one quick question. Back to Kyrie real quick. Kyrie's place in history is where to you? If he were to stop playing this year, what, like, how would you think of him in history as a basketball player? Like, 10 years from now, someone say, yo, who's... Like, we're playing 2K right now. We play the... In 2040, we're playing 2K. We play the, you know, 2013 Cavs. And your son says, yo, man, who's this Kyrie guy? What would you say? I mean, I'll give him some credit. He's one of the top... 10 most talented point guards to ever play. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean... And that's that's all you would say? I mean, that's pretty good praise, I think. No, it is. It is. I, you know, but I'm I, saying as far as the rest of his career, you wouldn't say anything else about it? I mean, I definitely mentioned... say just that? I definitely mentioned how selfish he was. <laughs> it's hard not to do that, but... Would you just say that year, or would you say like, yo, he was the man that year, but like, he's not gonna be any other year on the game because he barely played in the seasons? What would you say? I honestly, yeah, I'd say like his his twenty sixteen was kind of peak Kyrie, but it was also a fluke. Yeah. yeah uh, because he's very injury prone. But again, I never questioned him as a top 10 talent they're right. saying the same shit about ad where it's he's a top five talent as a big man but he doesn't always play like a top five big man right with Kyrie, it's a little bit more off the court stuff but yeah. he's always been an elite like probably a top five scorer in the league mm-hmm. i mean he's he's had the best handles for a good almost decade in the in the league, yeah. In the league. yeah I mean, yeah. you know, guys have kind of competed with him for it, but mm-hmm. just just how his bag develops every year, uh, yeah. the way he could shoot. I mean, people don't give him enough credit for having like six of six games from three and like eight for eight. He's yeah. had like insanely efficient games shooting the ball. Yeah, but you know, I wish. I wish I could see Kyrie on a team that was really garbage. Like, I want to see Kyrie in, like, an Iverson level. Like, the, you know, what year was Iverson on in the finals? 01? 01. Yeah, 01 Philly level team. I just want to see Kyrie actually have to win the games alone. For but you can't because he's injury prone. We saw it his first three years yeah. in Cleveland. He was alone, and he couldn't make it the whole year. Mike, the problem is he's played one, one – he's finished year. one season in his career. And that one year, he was the 
at the end of the year, he right. was the best guard in the league. Yeah, and that that one year will be the one year he's on 2K. Of course. Forever. He deserves that. He I, does, absolutely. You know what, man? I don't even like to call him a point guard. He's a top yeah. He's a top 10 all-time guard like scoring talent. Yeah, he is. I, and I don't think that's any doubt about that. No, it's not. It's not. I just I just question you know, will he get the Mahmoud Abdul Rauf treatment later on. Like if, let's say this this situation this season ends his career. I, ends I his hope... career. Yeah. yeah. I mean, then... I don't mean like he just stops playing. I mean like we see like uh, after rapid this decline. Yeah, not of his talent, but of teams willing him... to put up with his bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Not saying that's what happened to Mamal because his stuff was actually something very serious. You know, it is still who he is today. Yeah. But I'm saying what happens, what's happening right now, if that sends his career in decline, what, what what happens to him? I mean, where does he think? I wonder where he thinks he is to us in history. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, as far as achievements, he hasn't done anything other than win one ring. No. But, you know, 12 of the guys on the team did that, too. Even though he did hit a huge shot, but, you know. Again, he, he'll always get recognized for his talent. Yeah. Uh, but I also think over the last several years, more and more people have noticed how, like, unnecessarily toxic he is off the court. Yeah. Because I really don't see that much of... Like selfishness from him on the court. No, I think he just plays basketball. Yeah, on the he's court. just like a hooper. He he's yeah. not really a point guard, but he'll like he'll distribute the ball if you give him the opportunity. I don't think I think his game may be selfish, but it's not like a mental thing. I think it's just his fit wise, you know? He's kind of a volume shooter. He's he's just like Iverson. Right. I mean Iverson just it was just really hard to put a good team around Iverson. As soon as Iverson got good players, the team sucked all of a sudden. No matter how good the, t- the players were, you know, yeah. he had Weber for a while, he had Iguodala, and then all of a sudden he they were like no. And and I didn't forget I didn't forget uh, how Denver was cool when he was there. Yeah. But Chauncey made them a contender. Yeah, and at the end of his career, almost exactly. You know, like so that, that like, upgrade was noticeable to me. Yeah, so it was Iverson was just one of those guys, and if Kyrie, he might because on Boston, that, I think that was the problem. He went out, and Terry Rozier looked like he was he took the team to another level as like a rookie or second yeah. year guy. Yeah, it's different. Billups was you know a a proven go to guy, right? When Terry Rozier does it, before we even know anything about him. I mean, he literally Brilliant. arrived thanks to Kyrie not being there. They were like three plays away from, in my opinion, winning the championship. I think if they made it past Cleveland that year. Yeah, it pisses me off that LeBron was that good that playoff run. Yeah. Because he, like, Cleveland had no chance against Golden State. But, like, LeBron just bullied the whole Eastern Conference to get to the finals. 
I know. It's yeah. really depressing in hindsight. <laughs> and I really wanted to see that young team against Golden State. I thought that would have been crazy. Yeah. Okay. Tatum as a rookie going to the finals. That would have been fire, but. All right. No more Kyrie slander for the day. What else? Uh, anything else we got? You want to talk about Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder? I mean, this should be a good matchup, but. Man, it, boxing has come to this. We don't really hear about none of the matchups until the heavyweights decide to get together. Yeah. I mean, boxing has to figure out a way. Maybe they need to be, you know, earlier in the day or. Uh, I can't even think of a way for boxing to get back on track. I mean, and no one even saw Joshua lose no. last week. Nobody. Two weeks ago. Yeah, Usyk put it on him. I tell you what, man. Deontay Wilder, he may not be able to beat Fury, but he would knock Anthony Joshua out. I'll I'll say that right now. If they fight after this fight, I'm picking Wilder over Joshua. Just based on how I saw him it's, lose it's hard. his last fight. Yeah, bro. I, recency bias is a real thing, and Joshua looked, yeah. Joshua looked like he didn't understand the sport almost. He, but he looked like that against um, what was, is his name Ruiz? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Spanish he looked like dude, that in the first the fat yeah dude. first fight against Ruiz. He yeah, did. he did hundred yeah. percent. And the thing is, Joshua, if you and Ruiz didn't, but if you're as athletic as Joshua, you can beat Joshua. If you're as athletic, he usually beats people because his aren't wingspan is insane. Yeah, he's like a he's built literally like. Zeus, like he's like built like a statue. Like his shoulders are huge, his arms are crazy long. He's a beast, and he, it's just hard to beat if you're not there athletically. But he's showing that the real skilled guys can beat him. But the amount of punches that they land on him is just it's just crazy, man. It's insane. I just I don't understand. Like boxing, like the first thing you learn is how to defend yourself. Yeah, man. And he just tries to put that arm out there and try to get the space. And guys come around that arm, and it's just yeah, you know, like pro boxers can't be quick. Like, dude, what are you trying to like? What are you trying to keep the range for? Like, dude, guys know how to close that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's really strange. So we'll see what happens this week, and then I guess Usyk. I th- I believe Usyk and um. Joshua have a rematch clause, so they'll fight again before the winner of that will fight whoever wins this this weekend. But if Joshua um, gets worked again. I I don't want to see him. I'm I don't want to see him as like the premier fight ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just it's he's so a, bad. He's a handsome dude. He gets a lot of the endorsements. People are always gonna yeah. But we yeah. we said that the sport is like struggling. I, I don't want to see guys who are technically like behind the top tier fighters. But the, the other thing is, those guys they can't they can't goof off because those guys hit they can kill somebody. Like Joshua's punches can kill somebody. Yeah, with heavyweight, that's that's always like heavyweight boxing to me. I don't think will ever like die. Right, because it's just the they can't nothing can replace how hard those guys hit. 
and they can't fight they can't goof off and fight a celebrity they'll kill somebody for sure yeah i think even if there is no knockout rule or whatever heavy the heavier the weight class it's always to me been more like accessible to the casual fan yeah uh because like you said it's anything could happen yeah it's gonna be so much more more than more than likely yeah. yeah yeah all right um that is it for sports today i don't think we have anything else um no other sports have been i mean baseball started starting the playoffs but i don't want to talk about it man let's go mets next year got it (laughs) done with the yankees might as well move cities at that point (laughs) being a yankee fan is has to be one of the most stressful fandoms it can't be better to be a Mets fan there's no way but at least being a Mets fan is like being a Giants fan. You mean a Jets fan? <laughs> <laughs> it is not like being a Giants fan. <laughs> no, but the Mets, they get people, and you think, oh, they're about to turn the team around, and they don't. They still suck. That's what the Giants do. That's like, true. Oh, yeah. here we go. We got Saquon. Yes. That's a good point. Oh, he's hurt for a year. Oh, we suck. We got a terrible quarterback. But, you know. All right. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Um, And uh, we'll see you guys next time.